0: This is Dr. Laura Eric with Dr. Laura Ehrlich, Psychology of Wellness Services. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson. Peace and love.
1: Time to shine today, varsity squad at Scott Ferguson. And thank you so, so much for tuning into episode 115 with my really good friend, Dr. Laura Ellick. I don't get to meet everybody that I interview, but Dr. Laura literally is a neighbor of mine uh, here in South Florida. And what she does and how she does, what she does, is just amazing. Uh, For such a little lady, and I say little, she's a little lady. Um, She has a gigantuous heart. Um, She helps people uh, with eating disorders, medical illnesses, and weight management. Uh, She's an author of a couple fantastic books. Um, She's full of compassion and empathy. So without further ado, here is my really good friend, Dr. Laura Ellick. Hey, hey, hey. Time to shine today, Varsity Squad. I am here in nice, sunny South Florida, where the person I'm interviewing should be. Uh, she's kind of a neighbor of mine. Um, actually, she is a neighbor of mine. And, you know, I've been stoked. It's been a little bit of time coming to get my good friend, Dr. Laura Ellick, on the Time to Shine Today podcast. And she's up in Long Island right now, um, waiting on, I believe, uh, a graduation for your son, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, That's
0: correct. Yeah. Okay.
1: So we're going to get... high school
0: graduation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's huge. And it's so crazy what things are going on right now because we're still up there. There are a lot more quarantine than um, we are here in South Florida. But again, I'm really stoked to have my good friend, Dr. Laura on. She's a life coach and licensed psychologist in both New York and Florida. She works with all types of clients, but has a special expertise in eating disorders weight management, and medical illness. She's a speaker and presenter and runs online and in-person workshops. Her second book, woo-hoo, Wisdom of the Universe, will be out this year. So, Dr. Laura, I'm going to have you come on and introduce yourself to the Time to Shine today squad. But first, what is your favorite color and why?
0: Purple. 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 Purple has always been my favorite color. That was easy. That was If that's the easiest question we get, I'm, I'm happy here. So yeah, purple's always been my favorite. I find it soothing.
1: And it's royal and regal, too.
0: And it's royal and regal. And the, I just put my new logo out, and it's purple. What?
1: I can't yeah. wait to see it. And so yeah. we'll get to a little bit later, but are you dropping a book in this month, or...
0: I am. It should be out by the end of this month. Okay. I'm really, okay. really excited. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. From
1: the time of interviewing, it's about a month delay to get it out there. So folks, um, you're listening to this, check the show notes right now because her book will be there. Okay. So Dr. Laura, let's get into the origins here of you and Me. how wow. we got okay. started and mm-hmm. kind of take us from Miss um, Laura from maybe childhood up through becoming a doctor.
0: Awesome. All right. So that's a little bit of a long journey. I'm not going to say how old I am, but that's a little (laughs) bit of a long journey. Um, I mean, I was just always like the sensitive kind of kid, concerned about everyone's feelings, didn't want anybody to be hurt, knew that I was going to somehow find my way into this, this field. Um, when I got to college and I took my intro Psych 101 class, it was the only textbook where I read ahead every week. I, was, <laughs> I just had to keep learning more and more and more, and I would read the same chapter over and over because I would always get something different out of the chapter. So I knew that that's what I was going to focus on. In terms of the area that I was going to focus, it was, it was pretty interesting because on my dorm floor, there were 18 girls. And six out of 18 girls had or had had eating disorders. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's one third. Uh, And these are people who admitted to having problems going on. So I'm sure that there were people who didn't say anything or people who were kind of under the radar a little bit. So I became very interested in eating disorders and I started studying them from college on. Um, And I knew i you know, a little competitive, a little type A, so I figured I wanted to go as <laughs> high as I could go, and yeah. that was my Ph.D., and there you go.
1: Did you have any eating disorders at all? Yeah. I good. did. I okay. did.
0: Interestingly enough, as I was studying it, I had my own issues, um, and I used what I was learning to actually kind of self-treat. Um, so when I work with my clients and they say, wow, you really get it, yes, I, I really get it because I know right. what the mindset is like.
1: Right. Yeah, so you you've lived through it so you can kind of share your story to help them level up as they go through their journey. Right. So how do people come to you then? If you don't like my answering that because it's, you know, I have been in a relationship with somebody that had an eating disorder at a young age as my first right. love and actually my first wife. Um, and we're still great friends to this day. Hi, Amy, Mm -hmm. if you're listening, Uh, but she had one, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was, it took me having to go and she's okay with me sharing this, having to go into her closet and finding paper bags of throw up. Right. Showing it to people for them to believe what I was saying. So how do people kind of find you doc and, and come to you?
0: Well, in, in an ideal world, people would recognize what's going on with them and say, I need to go get help. Oftentimes, it's a family member who, like, like you said, a spouse, a partner, a parent, oftentimes who recognizes that something's going on. And because there's such a phobia of food or a phobia of getting fat, people don't necessarily walk into my office saying, hey, doc, I'm, I'm here, treat me. They come sure. in not very willingly. Um, <laughs> But but you know once we start talking and once we realize how much food and eating uh, is controlling their life, they really want to get rid of that. Sure. Um, that's not thriving. That's not even surviving. And so you know we can we can hook people in that way by just realizing how much of their life is controlled by food and eating.
1: Wow. And so do you ever get? I'm sure the answer is yes. But do you. Have people that like have almost met death and then get referred to you as well through the eating disorder, you know, taken to that and then come to you and kind of start from square one with you.
0: Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that's so difficult about an eating disorder is the longer you have it, the harder it is to treat. So, I mean, I've seen people all over the spectrum where they've been close to death. Now they're stable. Something happens in their life, like Corona lockdown or some kind of like major stress and then they start to to drop again.
1: Gotcha. So what, in your opinion, then makes a great coach or, or a therapist or a doctor in that line of work?
0: Right. I think, I think that the number one thing you have to have is a compassion and an empathy for somebody else. Even if you don't necessarily know exactly what they're going through, to be able to sit there and say to somebody, I, I don't necessarily know your experience 100%, but I want to hear what it's like to be you.
1: Right. And so right. you're listening not just with your ears, but with your eyes and all the other senses as well to really and with gather your heart. their story. Yeah, listen with your your heart. heart. Yeah, yeah, listen with your heart. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. So what if you don't mind sharing a little bit of your secret sauce when you're in the discovery process with somebody? Mm -hmm. What is your secret sauce a little bit to help them find their blind spot?
0: Well, that's a good question. Um, A lot of times. One of the things I like to do first with all of my clients is let them know that I am 100% there for them. So when they know that they have an ally, when they have someone that they can reach out to, that they can say anything to, um, and I'm accessible 24-7, the wall starts to come down. So once you see the wall come down and that trust happens, then you can find what a person's – maladaptive thinking processes or what their weak spot is that's really driving whatever their issue is, whether it's depression, whether it's anxiety, whether it's an eating disorder. Um, But it's really about making that connection with the person and letting them know that I don't really care what issue you have. You're you're valued as a person. You have something to give. And so that's part of like the the secret sauce is just listening and being there and telling people, I'm here to help you because you deserve better than this.
1: And you're having that, that presence to where you're not judging right. and they're opening up. And then you can, as you ask, I guess you can get down to the root of things that really the the help with the therapy, the cure. OK, that, that's right. fantastic. So is there any good question that when you're meeting with somebody the first time um, and again, back to the discovery period, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do?
0: Um I think it would be great. I'd love to see people ask more about um how you do what you do.
1: Okay. Your um, process then.
0: Your process. Protocol yeah.
1: process. Okay. Yeah,
0: I, I find just in the in the mental health field people don't necessarily understand. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to an M D you ask a lot of questions like, so how long is this going to take? What are you going to do to me? Right. What kind of tests are going to happen? I just would like to see, not to be obstinate, but just for people to be more involved in their mental health care the same way that they're involved in their physical health. Uh,
1: as a doctor, do you think that they're trying to steer the – steer, you know, like like a car? And if you're listening, I just made the hands on the steering wheel <laughs> um, steer you in a direction or you're smart enough to know that and then still kind of add it into their cure for a lack of a better term you know what i'm saying like a lot of people will come in like when i go see my doctor you know i'll you know uh, you know i do see you know i suffer from ptsd you know mm-hmm. over overseas and whatnot you know i kind of went in and asked you know kind of that question yeah uh, he, in the, but I'll, my alphaness like you mm-hmm. I, I hear that yeah, In the direction of where I wanted to hear things, but he's good. So he didn't. Do you, do you find cl- patients maybe kind of trying to do that when they first meet you?
0: Absolutely. I think, I think anything that you get in a conversation with someone is more grist for the mill. So if you, if you open a, an area of conversation, it, it's all information that you can use to find out more about the person. So if, if you're dealing with someone who's an alpha, you know maybe part of their issue is going to be control. And so that's going to be something that you're going to wind up working with. And it could sure. be control, not, not to be like a controlling person, but sure. just because it makes them feel safe to try to control the situation. Absolutely. So, um, so anytime you have a conversation with someone, you can get a lot of valuable information have and we pa- use it all.
1: Have you failed with a patient? Yes. Okay.
0: Oh how yeah. Do you handle
1: that and how do you come back?
0: Uh, um, I think, I think you have to understand that in this field, like in any medical field, there are going to be people who just don't respond. People who, for whatever reason, whether it's genetically, whether they're just not there at the spot yet where they need help... um, they just are not ready to receive it. And so sometimes we just make an agreement that it's like a not now thing Mm -hmm. and you can come back if you want to, but I I can't say that I feel good about it.
1: Um, I always
0: wonder, I always wonder what happens to people. Did they eventually come back? Did they find somebody else? You know, maybe it's just not a good personality match. Um, And that happens sometimes too, but it's hard not to take it personally.
1: Exactly. I was just going to ask, thank you for being so candid and transparent and open with that. So, we're going to get into our DeLorean with Marty McFly right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to the 22-year-old, which, by the way, she said that she doesn't want to disclose her age. But if you're watching this on YouTube, she is a very young, vibrant-looking, beautiful woman. So don't let her fool you if you're just listening. But let's <laughs> get into that Marty Mc, hang out with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the 22-year-old Dr. Laura, which she might not have been a doctor yet, but, again, let's right. go back to Laura at that time. And what kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her to maybe help her blast through some learning curves and whatnot with the knowledge and wisdom you have now?
0: Keep on going. Never give up. Just keep pressing on. and, And also just relax just relax, girl. It's going to work out. <laughs> like, it's going to work out. I know I wasted a lot of time in my early 20s with anxiety and how do I do this and how do I do that? And you know what? It all winds up working out. So right. I could have saved myself a lot of energy, <laughs> a lot of lost sleep, just reassuring myself that, that it was going to be okay um, right. and that there's always a way.
1: I'm coming up on 50 and I still have to remind myself that that was oh, part of yeah. like when you were talking about patience control, yep. it's like, man, just relax, chill. You know, you did what you had to do and just keep progressing And an inch by inch. It's a cinch is what, you know, we like to say here at uh, at time to shine. So you've accomplished so much in your life. Is there any big big thing that you really want to have happen um, as you start to kind of leave your legacy out there?
0: Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm ready to talk at MSG. Are you coming? Let's go. <laughs>
1: Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah, I really
0: I really want to put things out there. I love working one-on-one. I mean, that's how I started. That's a sure. passion. But but you don't touch as many people as you would if you were in a group format. That's why I like to write books because I like to touch people in different ways and, and reach as many people as possible. I, I want to go big. That was the other thing I would tell my 22-year-old self that I've learned is go big or go home. This is like the one, the one life you have to live. Make it the best one that you possibly can. So I'm looking to get out there. That's, that's my goal. Oprah, like call okay.
1: me. Let's go. Let's do yeah. that. So we talk a lot about the dash here at Time to Shine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really want to know what, how you want your dash remembered, that little mark between your life date and death date. Like what, mm-hmm. how do you want your dash remembered? Uh, maybe your epitaph, if you will. You know, how does Dr. Laura want that dash remembered?
0: She loved hard. She lived hard. She played hard. No, no, just kidding. She loved, <laughs> she loved, she loved what she did. She worked for everybody and she tried to do the best that she could every single day.
1: And I, I think
0: that's what I try to do every single day is I just try to spread a little love, spread a little happiness, um, maybe bring somebody a little bit of relief
1: sure. from
0: their emotional drama. And if I've done that, it's a good day.
1: Good for you. I love that. I love that. And you're doing it every single day. You're such a go-giver. So what would, let, let's take our cell phone out of it. Let's take our computers, tablets, mm-hmm. anything electronic out of it. What are three things Dr. Laura can't live without?
0: Books. Okay. Tons of books. Um, my music so ooh, i don't know can i say walkman is that still technology no, can't
1: have that no, can't, you can't have that
0: we'll go we'll go back in the past so definitely right. music okay. um and definitely my kids
1: kids love it love it how many kids you got
0: i got three yay awesome yeah.
1: very cool very cool Are they coming down to south florida with you
0: i have one who's uh going to play lacrosse at kaiser what? So he's getting ready to launch, yeah, and nice. two others who are, are behind there, So, but they'll be down okay. for the summer.
1: Yay! Awesome yeah. sauce. Can't wait. Can't wait. So what is your definition of a life well-lived?
0: I think a, a life well-lived is one that's lived fully. Um, that means you've taken every experience that life has given you and you've really – sucked the energy out of it um meaning that you've lived every experience that's come to you this world is really like a playground for adults there are so many places to go so many things to do do as much as you can but also give as much as you can love it so we want that balance between the giving and taking that to me is a life well lived
1: it's like why miss out you know when when you can partake you right. know what I'm saying? Well, obviously there's morally and ethically, but still, well, of
0: course, let's, right? Let's, right. Let's
1: partake in it. I love that. I love your energy about that, Doctor Laura. So as we wind things down just a little bit, I've got a leveling up lightning round. It's five mm-hmm. or six questions. You and I could talk thirty minutes on each one mm-hmm. of them, and maybe mm-hmm. over coffee we can do that. But yeah. you get five seconds to answer. So the first thing top of your head, no explanation. You ready? Okay. Awesome sauce. All right. What is the best leveling up advice you've ever received?
0: Follow your passion.
1: Love that. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success.
0: Routine and brushing my teeth every day. <laughs> there you go.
1: Love it. So not the book you wrote or the couple of books you wrote, not the one you're reading now, not the flavor of the month. Well, what is a book that if, you know, someone's come to you they're in the doldrums, you really want to help them level up. You know, what is like mine is like the traveler's gift by Andy Andrews or the go giver by Bob Berg. Like one of those two is like kind of really helped me out. What's that book for you?
0: I could read over and over again *The Gift of Fear* by Gavin De Wow,
1: I've never read that. I'm going to put that in the show notes, people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is your most commonly used emoji?
0: Um, the one where your head is blowing off.
1: Okay, very cool, very cool. And <laughs> not your age now, but what if you could be one age for the rest of your life? What would it be? Uh,
0: 27.
1: Yeah, that's a fun age, right? Yeah. I always say 27 to 30 is like my jam because i uh-huh. was starting to learn and yep. get it, but I also was like feeling good every day. There no you matter, go. even if I had a couple adult beverages the other <laughs> night before, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: what is your favorite charity and or organization you like to give your time and or money to?
0: Uh, Tim Tebow Foundation.
1: Love it. Love Tebow. Love him. Love him. You know, you can catch him here in Jupiter when the, when the Mets play. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. He's at that level. Um, All right. So last question It's kind of a toughie. What is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s or 90s? 80s.
0: I'm an 80s girl.
1: Big hair. Don't care. Love it. There you go. Me too. An 80s person. So how can we find you, Doc?
0: All right, so, well, you can find me walking around Palm Beach Garden because I'm out there all the time, <laughs> um, but you can find me. I got a brand new website up and running, oh. www.lauraellick.com.
1: Oh, wow, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going brand to right new. I do add it to the show notes. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Dr..elic.. Yep. Um, and um, where else can you find me? You can text me. Always text me, yeah. um,
1: 516-635-6186. Love it. And also, you have an awesome LinkedIn page as well. Yes,
0: yeah, um, and LinkedIn.
1: So, and all that stuff will be in the show notes, peeps. And this is, I just pulled up our website. It's its pretty stellar. So, Doc, can if you can please leave the Time to Shine Today squad one last knowledge nugget you'd like them to take with them, internalize, and take action on.
0: It is never too late to start over, and it's never too late to find and live your passion. Every day, every minute is an opportunity for you to restart, so don't let anything get you down. There's always a new beginning.
1: Wow. And squad, I don't know about you, but I just was I absolutely served a masterclass by Dr. Laura Ellick, my good friend here and neighbor, uh, when she gets her butt back down. But like if you're on YouTube, you can see I just have notes galore. And and you should too, bottom line. It, Dr. Laura is easy to find. If you'd like to talk to her directly, just reach out to me, and I'd be happy to make a personal introduction. Her compassion and empathy is off the charts. She listens not only with her eyes and ears, Years, but she listens with her heart. She's 100% present and makes herself an ally to her patients. Her, she'll explain the protocol and process, but if she doesn't, or any doctor you're working with, ask them that. Don't try to steer the conversation. Ask them for their protocol and process of how they're going to help you level up. Um, she would tell her younger self, and she reminded me, and hopefully she reminded you, to keep pressing on. Relax. It's going to be OK. While you're doing that, go big or go home. And now, I know she said she was joking, but she does love hard, live hard, and plays hard. She spreads her love and happiness and basically never start. be afraid to start over and live your passion. And she does that with, in spades. Dr. Laura, thank you so for, much for coming on. You're so humble, yet hungry. You're so leveling up your health, leveling up your wealth. You're part of our squad now. You can't go anywhere. So thank you so, so much for coming on, Doc.
0: Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. I know. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast, probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it would be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.